everyone, welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen, or they gently ask me to watch a movie that I've never seen. Today is Valentine's Day, a holiday invented by greeting card companies to make people feel like crap. I don't know if I did his voice right. He's so depressing in this movie. Um, so my name is Lauren, and I once broke up with my very first boyfriend a few days after Valentine's Day because he told me he loved me and yeah. And oh, and he got me a gold chain. I don't I don't do gold. So you were like you you got my temperature wrong. I'm not <laughs> I'm not a summer. I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm Alex. Um, and my mom always sends me something on Valentine's Day because I'm single. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet. It is. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 my name's Amber and I tried dyeing my hair pink, but I didn't bleach it or lighten it, so it's just kind of purple, red, pink undertones to my black hair. <laughs> fun though. Fun. Oh, sorry, I thought Rami goes. Uh my no, name's Rivers and I almost got put away for a white collar crime. God. <laughs> we just need to do the show on that. Got <laughs> <laughs> <That> questions. <laughs> And I've never seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Woo woo! Such a great Valentine's movie to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're Rami. Uh, I don't come out on the podcast. <laughs> yeah tech tech producer rami is not on this podcast he would like God. me no. to relay that message <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like alex said this is the perfect valentine's day movie is it though yes i mean mm. like someone, someone <laughs> could probably argue that like the notebook would be a better valentine's no. day movie Mm, yeah but like we're not sappy and basic so it makes sense this movie um opens up on valentine's day um i Uh saw it exactly a year ago with lauren and tracy at the alamo draft house yeah was it like a galentine's thing um i think it was just like a valentine's day showing but Mm. yeah but we we made it a galentine's thing Uh, yeah we were to be depressed (laughs) yes (laughs) That was the last time I saw it before rewatching it. Actually, same. This, I mean, I mean, I know because Alex and I have seen it. Rivers and Amber have not. So, mm-hmm. um, okay, is this rewatchable for you, Alex? Like, are you always watching this? It kind of takes me once a year I, to do it. I can't do it all the time. Um, I think once a year. This is one of those movies that, like, again, I wish that I would watch it for. I could watch it for the first time over and over. Um, but then like knowing what happens in it, it's really fun to go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. And I just, I love Jim Carrey so much. Yeah. So Rivers and Amber, tell us like, uh, tell us why you guys have never seen this movie. Cause it's one of those movies that I'm like expected to watch. Cause it's such a classic that I'm like, uh, I'll hear about it enough that people will just give me the gist of it. And I can form my opinion from that. <laughs> Mm, yeah i have those here's the other thing is it so this is riv's first time on the podcast 
Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm very happy to finally be able to welcome him. And not with just this, talk about me. Yes, and not just talk about him. And, and with this movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the other thing is that Rivers and I are best friends, but Rivers is more of a TV show person, and mm-hmm. I am more oh, of a movie mm-hmm. person. And that is something that we have figured out after I'm, years and years of being friends. Correct. Wow. Very interesting. Well, uh, what did you know about it, Rivers, before we uh, go to Amber? Like, is there, is there something that you knew kind of uh, a little bit about it? But uh, maybe just that Jim Carrey and Kate, Kate Winslet were in it? I knew the Jim Carrey, Kate Winslet thing. And I knew mm-hmm. it was that kind of like, I'm a freshman theater major vibe throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's one of those movies that I never saw when I was in high school. Like, I would always hear like the hipster kids be like, Oh, you've always seen Eternal Sunshine. That's my exact sentence. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly, That's exactly it. it. But, but Rivers was the hipster kid. <sighs> the problem. <laughs> and so, like, I was like, No. And then I would just go back to watching, I don't know, The Hills. Mean or Girls. Whatever. Oh. Mean Girls or the Hills, <laughs> Gangland. I don't know. Gangland oh was one God. of my favorite shows too. Oh damn! I know it's really interesting, but it was just one of those show, one of those movies where I was like, um, everybody talks about how great it is, but I'm just never in the mood to see it because it's been on Netflix on and off for yeah some years, and every time I see it, I'm like, I should watch this, but then it sounds so sad, so then I don't. Yeah, but I'm glad I watched it. Because the, the only thing I knew oh. about it was that it's Jim Carrey, it's some kind of love movie, and Kate Winslet's in it. But um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, just a lot of the hipster kids, like when I was in high school, were all about it. And that was it. <laughs> so, so that also kind of turned me off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you, like, you have no taste. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a really bad impression. <laughs> no, it's perfect. It's so stuffy. Uh, I mean, I feel like that's kind of me too. With with when people are like going crazy about a movie, yeah. but I mean, I never heard of this movie through people like kind of artsy people or anything like that. Like I legit like just put it on when it was on when I, when I had like the satellite TV kind of thing going through movie channels. What's this? And I I think the most like the most intriguing thing for me was Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet in a movie together. Like that's seriously mm-hmm. two people I don't see in a movie together. And yeah. that's kind of what draws me to movies like these, like any kind of pairing. Like, okay, I was talking about it with Eric um, last weekend and I was telling him how <laughs> nobody likes this movie. Okay. But I like it. And it's called Bewitched and it's with Nicole Kidman. They oh. called Kate Trader. Oh yeah. Yes. And uh, Will Ferrell. And that's like legit. I mean, I, I don't know Bewitched. I'm not like a fan or anything. I'm not really even a Nicole Kidman fan. But I love the pairing of that. It was so fucking mm-hmm. weird. Like, and I think that's what I what drew me to that. Like, I just I love people like actors coming together that you don't think of. That's kind of the one of the examples. Like, um, at the top of my head, I know there's probably so many, you know, examples. But yeah, that's really what drew me. But then when I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, I seriously did. It takes you a few times. So I don't know. But Alex, when did you first see this movie? Um, I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was um, it was it's been on my list for a long time. Um, And I think I finally saw it like when I was in college. Um, mm-hmm. 
and yeah that first time watching it i was so confused and then as i kept like rewatching it over the years um the second time was like much better because i understood i could follow the story more um mm-hmm. and now it's just like a joy to watch yeah and you know that's kind of how i feel about donnie darko which you need to see already. i know <laughs> so i i was thinking of donnie darko also um like a couple of minutes ago um mm-hmm. because smiley and i tried watching it um one of the many times that i was house sitting um oh uh yeah but i don't know and i also own it but i've never watched it what? it's one of those yeah you have another one of those i forgot what it was um i, I it was edward just... hands. oh that's right oh. <laughs> i'm like i own it didn't never watched it um youth in revolt which is i think a michael Sarah movie yeah um, i've seen I that it. once yeah i've never watched it <laughs> i don't know in college i went through these phases where i was like "Ooh, this is like it's cool to like know this movie and like i wanted to like be that hipster person and then i would just mm-hmm. buy these movies because they were in like the five dollar bin and then i just never watched them <laughs> <laughs> at least they were there yeah yeah whenever you feel like watching them <laughs> that's how i am with that movie smart people with elliot page Smart um, oh yeah i forgot I about just, that movie i just own it but i've never actually seen it i think one of the best movies that elliot page has ever done is one from um early in their career which is hard candy it is so oh, yeah. good there's like only I've three people there's only two people who are um who are featured throughout it sandra O oh comes out for like five minutes um mm-hmm. but it's such a great like psychological thriller I have yeah. no idea any of these movies. I'm so uncultured. <laughs> That's how I feel. Don't worry. <laughs> but you've seen this one, so now you know. Now yeah, I now you're a little now bit you're more cultured than we were. So now I'm tall. <laughs> now you can be a hipster. <laughs> yeah. So now you can go I back to all those people and be like, I get it now. I got it. I'm gonna tweet at them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think Eternal Sunshine is just one of those movies that. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, you're like cool if you if you've seen it. I don't know. Are you cooler um, yeah, if you get it? Because I certainly don't get it. Oh, I w- will help you with that. Mm, yeah. <laughs> when I when I first saw it, I like didn't get it, and then, um, this was it the writer. Let me look this up real quick. Mm-hmm. Charlie Kaufman. Um. Have you watched it with commentary, Alex? No. <laughs> that'd be interesting yes amber charlie kaufman he came out with um i'm thinking of ending things oh, okay yeah did y'all see yeah. that no i meant no. to and i forgot everybody um, was saying like the movie was great until the ending so i don't know yeah, that's I know. what i heard i feel like that's what yeah. smiley said too um but it's yeah. like along the same line of um eternal sunshine being John Malkovich. I've never seen that one. movie. So so much. Movies ring a bell to me. I don't know what any of these are. <laughs> this is oh, an older movie. Fucking weird yeah. too. Like Cameron Diaz comes out in it too. Yeah. Um, it's very disturbing, but it's mm-hmm. good. I think, yeah, I think that <laughs> was... one of those uh, I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, I was just like, who is this guy? And I tried watching other movies and they're just all fucked up. It's, <laughs> but it's great. Being John Malkovich though... I mean, if I had to choose like a favorite Charlie Kaufman, I think it that one's it because it's just so fucking weird and it's so good. And it's got <laughs> it's and it's got weird. John Cusack's too. So yeah. you know, 
It's crazy. So Rivers saying that like he doesn't know any of these movies um, is not like shocking. Shouldn't be shocking <laughs> at all because until I want to say like 2019 is when Rivers finally saw Titanic. Correct. Wow, <gasps> what an experience. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part was the ending when it was done. <laughs> I told you. I did that and I just didn't like it. because Rivers is another Rami. <laughs> what not a movie a show? I am a movie person. I just didn't like Titanic. Like, I, like it was a pretty movie because I loved the time period, but I wanted to punch What's-His-Face in the face because he was like, I have a child. And it was like, he was so oh, yeah. about it. And it's such a meme now for tax yes. season. Yes. <laughs> Please, oh I have a child. I've that's... seen Titanic too much. My sis- That's like one of my sister's favorite movies. Like, she'll put it on when we're cleaning. So, like, <laughs> I know, like, the whole <laughs> monologue. Such a feel-good movie to clean the yeah. house to. <laughs> my, nephew, my nephew would be like... Ashley, put on the the movie about the boat again. <laughs> He's like so bored because he knows it's going to be like three and a half hours. Yes. Oh my god, Man. what an experience though to see that as an adult. Yeah, I think that just like goes to show that you can make a movie about anything if like they made a whole like backstory to a boat sinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. The I think boat. when I was little, I was like, so Rose is real, right? Yeah, I thought <laughs> that too. So ridiculous. I was like, wow. I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before, but I know I've told this to y'all, um, like, personally, that because I watched Selena so much growing up, um, I, I like, couldn't understand how they got her as an adult and then a kid and then an adult again <laughs> like i i did not understand you didn't I, understand movie magic nope i did not understand actors i didn't understand editing and Don't then worry, i'm like I was the same because i was like how do they die and then go to a different tv show <laughs> right so, it's that one character forever okay sorry so eternal sunshine so lauren when did you first watch it I had to have been, oh gosh, like 19 maybe. This is after high school. So you weren't I one think of those hipster kids? I wasn't. I seriously didn't know this was a hipster movie that the kids were talking about. I wasn't involved in with the hipster kids, but I li- had literally never heard of it. And um, yeah, I just, I just stumbled upon it, really. That's really what happened. I mean, I, I've always been a fan of movies, but I didn't really get into, I guess, into the artistic side of it until maybe around 19 Mm -hmm. uh reading just reading more about movies how they're made and Mm -hmm. this and that but this one i didn't realize was a big deal i think for the longest time it was like in my top 10 favorite films of all time now i i don't know if it is i think i've just seen so much more yeah i really need to sit down and think about what my favorite like what my top 10 movies are like i have number one down but i don't really have the rest down or maybe number know. two. What? What's number one? Yeah. Yeah, Lauren. Yeah. Oh. Oh, for me? Oh, it's mm-hmm. Goodfellas. Oh, and yeah. I, I love that solid movie. choice. And number two, I think, is When Harry Met Sally. Oh, like, are these, these like, are movies my... that you could watch over and over? Or... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. I, I kind of count that as favorite movies. But what That's would you... I'm a Twister. Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, God. I love Twister. <laughs> it, it scares me every time still. <laughs> if Tracy's listening, I just want to quote this real quick because we do it all the time. Food. 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 Does anyone know? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we quote that all the time. When we're hungry. It's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, we should have done Twister just for fun. 
Um, you should do it during April during tornado month. There you go. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a good feel good love movie. Kissing yeah. it you know, is. when you're almost blown away. Two meteorologists getting back together. Correct. Yeah. Right here. <laughs> so back to his <laughs> Yeah, so let's kind of go into that because I'm really curious what you guys think and what you may not understand because it's really difficult the first time watching. So what yeah. I guess this first question for y'all, did y'all like it? I liked it. Yeah. It was it was weird though. To, I was like, okay, let me see what's happening. I don't get this. Yeah. I was into it. I I think cuz I could appreciate it more now. Like, yeah, I was a little hipster kid where I was like, mm. but now I cuz I have more of a knowledge, like I can appreciate it. Like I would definitely watch it maybe two more times and then set it aside. <laughs> two <while>. more times. <laughs> Rivers just added that to his like infinity gauntlet. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was already a hipster kid. Mm-hmm. I'm just more cultured than I was before. Yes. He's more powerful. <laughs> what so what's confusing for y'all the most? Is it the timeline and shit or Yeah, it was yeah. the timeline, but once I'm like, okay, oh this I understand what's going on now, like probably like seven seventy-five percent in. Three fourths away, mm-hmm. away, and I'm like, oh, okay. So now we're back at the beginning. <laughs> so now this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can understand. Yeah, the timeline was a little like, oh, I don't know. But then, like, once you get it, yeah, it started clicking for me too. The only thing that I still don't understand uh, was when you first see Elijah Wood knocking on Jim Carrey's car, like mm-hmm. asking what he's doing here. Like that part never made sense in the timeline to me um so like the beginning is the end oh and okay so like it's weird right? yeah like jim carrey like in rivers i didn't understand how like when we were watching it i thought it clicked for you so like quickly because um you were like oh those are the pajamas he woke up in and i yeah. was like i've never noticed that before <laughs> I, that's that clicked for me right away because I was like, yeah, okay, those are the pajamas he woke. He like, oh, when the 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 package he was ripping open, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that that's too. the package he's. Those are the pajamas he woke up, and I was like, okay, so that made sense. But mm-hmm. the part where Elijah Wood's knocking and then like knocking further down, like those two scenes, like mm-hmm. the continuity didn't make sense for me. And also, you notice that um, the neighbor got the card but didn't have a chance to open it to. That says like, um, someone Joel. Erased you. Yeah. yeah, like Joel oh, doesn't know yeah. Clementine or like mm-hmm. Clementine erased Joel, so don't mention her. And so that's why the neighbor was like asking about her. He was just getting it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the end, he still says hi to her, or towards the end, he's like hi Clementine. She was like, huh? Yeah. Like, that neighbor yeah, just like, obviously. You, yeah. yeah. That just would be doesn't me. open his mail. I don't open my mail. <laughs> that would have been me. I would have fucked up everything for everybody. My bad. No, Kristen Dunst fucked up everything for everybody. Oh, yeah. Dude, so, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, Kristen Dunst, Mark Ruffalo, Elijah Wood, like, it's so random that they're in this movie. It's cast. so 2004. Yeah. It's, like, so early 2000s that they're all in the movie. Yeah. It's the blazer over the little cami, like, a la Charmed, that was just, that <laughs> sealed no the deal for me. Yeah. No bra. With her network mm-hmm. nipple going on. Oh, my God. Well, this and movie, then- this movie was rated R, right? Well, oh, they yeah. casually throw around, like, the F word, so I would hope so. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. I thought the cast was, like, so funny. 
Mark Ruffalo and his hair and his butt and his glasses. <laughs> oh, I know <laughs> those glasses. glasses too. Yeah, aren't those the same glasses he wears like when he's the Hulk, like when he joins the Marvel Universe? I don't know. I don't pay attention. Probably <laughs> that's the look I think Hulk has. When I saw those tapes and all those files in the back of our car, I was like, oh no. I was like, yes, girl, do it. <laughs> I was so here for that destruction. Yeah, she's like, by the oh. way. Yeah, so how did you guys how did you guys feel about that twist with Kristen Dunst? Oh yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Where the wife was like, Don't worry, you've already you've You've already been there. Yeah, you've already, you've had, already him. had him. I like that too. I was like, oh, why does she let her still work there, though? Because she, like, had her memory erased. I think it's the idea, though, that, like, mm-hmm. I liked it showed that it was the dark side of, like, a seemingly innocent good thing for people to, like, help them end their suffering. It's like, nah, dude. It's, like, the pain is still there. Yeah. You know, like with that happening and she's like, because she was flirting with him, you know, in that room. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cringy, right? She's mm-hmm. just like there, like throwing herself or like being kind of awkward. Like whenever you like somebody, you don't know what to say, but you just keep talking. Right. She was like that. And I was like, oh, no, she's hitting on Dr. This Howard or whatever. Doctor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, like shame on the doctor for like knowing it happened once and then just like going with it again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why I'm like, why he just what? Like again, double standard. Like, oh, it's okay for the guy to do it, but like the girl has to erase her memory, and mm. he doesn't have to, and he gets to just kind of mm. keep it as like his little trophy. Exactly. Man, you know, I just I guess when I would watch it at first, you know, the first I don't know. 10 times and I've seen it I've seen this movie a lot of times but I I didn't really appreciate her enough and now like when I see it more these days it's just like I I don't know I was kind of gonna ask like okay so who would y'all's favorite character be she's kind of a really good contender because mm-hmm. like just her personality and then what she ends up doing the shit she went through because of you know what the film is centered around the operation it's fucking crazy and it's so good and she have has uh some of my favorite quotes too i just love the way the delivery everything she says one of the she says basically the title of the movie oh yeah and, oh yeah oh, she's just so important and i i guess i didn't appreciate that much watching it the first time so i'm glad you guys really loved her and caught on to that you know on a first time viewing yeah, she was pretty pivotal. Yeah, I already liked Kristen Stewart as it was because she's Dunst. made me bring it. What did I say? Kristen Dunst. Stewart. Sorry, I already liked Kristen <laughs> Dunst because she gave us Bring It On, and she's just such a good, like, versatile actress because she can do mm-hmm. comedy, she can do Welcome to Elizabethtown, and then she can do uh, Let Them Eat Cake movie. Like, she's done Let Them Eat a Cake lot. movie. Maria Antoinette. That one. <laughs> I love that movie. Beautiful movie. Man, I need to see mm-hmm. that movie, actually. It's so good. That she would be a so good movie to watch. It is a beautiful shot. Beautiful shot, shot movie, yeah. yeah. Everything about it is so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It is a, it's a slow burn, though. Oh, oh, yeah. I don't know. I, don't I like. Those. Yeah, so I will go into some IMDb facts. So yes, please, I know there's um, a favorite, lot. My favorite portion of the podcast. Yes. Um. So at the top here, I'm going to talk about some awards that this movie got. So um, it got best screenplay 
um, at the Oscars and the BAFTAs. So that's like oh. the British oh, Oscars. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Fancy. Kate Winslet was nominated for Best Actress. Um, I don't know where. I didn't write this down. Whatever. But <laughs> maybe for the Oscar. Um, <laughs> but they also got nominations for Actor, Actress, Screenplay, and Film. Wow. Um, at the Golden Globes. Um, the wow. Austin Film Critics Association, which I want to say Aaron is a part of from... Um, What's Aaron's shame watch? Shame like, watch. What's Aaron's, <laughs> what's Aaron's podcast? <laughs> okay, so our friend Aaron. Um, I'm a snowflake. Yeah. Um, it, the Austin Film Critics Association gave this the best movie of the decade in 2009. Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, that's yes. pretty hardcore. That's amazing, actually. Yeah. That's cool. And you know, uh, us Austinites are hipsters. So mm-hmm. if we love this movie... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it gives off a very Austin in the early '90s, late two th- or like late '90s, early 2000s vibe. It's very like slacker right. vibe. Yeah, Kate Winslet said this is her favorite performance, which comes up like every oh. movie that we do. It seems like an actor from the movie says it's their favorite performance. I know, right? That's mm. weird. Like we love movies, their movies just as much as they love them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, that was a question I was going to ask y'all. Like, what would your favorite Kate Winslet performance be? I've only seen two of her movies. Like, oh, that's crazy. <laughs> this one in Titanic. Incorrect. <laughs> cool. I don't think I've really seen many of her movies either. Well, I've never seen Revolutionary Road. Oh, I really like The Holiday. That's my favorite, oh. I think. Is that Jesus. the one with Cameron Diaz and they switch places? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's such okay, a good movie. I've never actually seen it though. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, it's so I think... sweet. I love that yes. movie. Yes. Ooh, then there's Contagion. She was good in that too. <gasps> That's right, Contagion. I really thought she, you know, and I think she came out in this because um, it's you know award season right now. She came out in this like uh, it's like a round table of actors that you know talk to each other, talk about their careers, talk about mm. acting. And I think she mentioned that, like, not necessarily peaking at Titanic, but it, like, you know, she said, sen- you know, she was recognized for sense and sense. I can't even say it. Sense, sense and, and sensibility. sensibility. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that so hard for you to say? I've heard of her in that movie. I think I really should sit down and watch that movie. Just also because I love Emma Thompson, too. But. I feel like she's there, but there's never really been, I guess, maybe not big blockbusters like Titanic again. And I don't know if that killed it for her, but she's come out in good stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just not stuff that's like, I don't know, at the top, at the top ranking of the box office every weekend. I don't know. But I'm, trying to, oh I'm just goodness. looking through it. I did see The Dressmaker. That was a nice little movie on Amazon, oh, I didn't actually. Watch that. Yeah, it was cute. I mean, it's fucking sad, but it was really good. Though. Um, so earlier we were talking about Nicole Kidman. Lauren, what is her accent like in Bewitched? Oh yeah. Um, it's the one where she tries to do the American accent. Okay. <laughs> so it's like Rebel Wilson when she tries to do an American accent. No. Okay. Oh, Rebel Wilson goes full one. Southern when she tries to do an American accent. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm like, I have opinions about this. Yeah. Um, Nicole Kidman cannot do an American accent. She yeah. just can't. It's okay. Maybe she'll, like, mm-hmm. she's an okay actress. I'm fine with her. Um, but, 
like it always takes me out of whatever role she's in um <gasps> bummer and i feel yeah. like kate winslet <clears throat> did such a good job with this american accent yeah kate winslet's not american no she's british no. bro oh yeah. let's show us how many movies That's... i've seen <laughs> Well, like, yeah, because I, I think that she was one of the first few actresses that I freaked out. Oh, they don't, they, they're not, they don't have oh, an American Oh, Tony Collette freaks me out every time. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Seriously. I think she's, she's Australian, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. I, so. I had no idea. Yeah. I've never seen her do a role without an American accent. But when I, like, hear her talk at talk shows, I'm like, girl, you need to give Nicole Kidman some pointers. She is Australian. <laughs> correct. It's like oh, Hugh yeah. Jackman, too. He's Australian. And he's okay, Colin, you know. He can do. Co- it. Is it Colin Firth who is Irish that I no, freak that's out? No, Colin as- Farrell. Farrell, that one. <gasps> yeah. Colin Firth is British. Colin Farrell's oh. the one that I forget. He's Irish because he always had like an English accent, and then yeah. at an award show, he was super Irish, and I was like, mm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know this crazy. about any of these people except for Kate Winslet. Oh, but you know, she did. She did. She did slip for one word in the <gasps> movie. Me, I noticed. Amber. It's when she comes in drunk. Ah. And I think mm-hmm. it's like, she, uh, I forgot what word it was, but I was like, ooh, she let her British come out. Ooh, I British. need to go back. Mm-hmm. When she lays down, when she goes in and she's drunk. Clementine, I noticed that. Mm. But the rest, yeah, yeah. Kay Whistler does a really great American accent. Really good. Real, um, you can't tell where she's from in America. Like, she's not Southern or New York or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. She's very, like, middle America accent. Mm-hmm. Where did this movie take place? In, like, upper New York? Yeah. I was thinking about that earlier. I have like, no idea. We're from Texas. We don't know what I upstate was, like, New York New York means. Where's Montauk? Yeah. Where's Montauk? Oh. Montauk then, is yeah. the Hamptons. Oh, Rivers. Yeah. Hills. <laughs> it's like the same. It's <laughs> like they're next to each other. Oh, okay. Sure. New York City. Because she's like, I want to go to Boston. I want to go to Montauk. And I'm like, where do these people live that everything's so accessible? Yeah. The they live hours. in like New York City. <laughs> in Texas, we're like, I want to go to Dallas. It's like, let me make a whole day. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. take a whole day to get there. was one of my critiques about them living in New York City. I was like, they just kind of like parked wherever they want. I was like, that's not, that's not real. Like th- that kept taking me out because he's like, oh look, he's parking right in front of her building. I'm like, that doesn't exist. In New York <laughs> like, City. I can't even find that in Austin. Yeah, yeah. Like I didn't get vibes. It was in New York City at all. I mean, maybe it was like outside, maybe. like maybe a suburb. I don't know. The film is set in New York, where Joel supposedly lives in Rockville Center on Long Island. Oh, okay, Long oh. Island. Okay. Oh, there we go. There you go. Makes sense. What did y'all think? Because the movie, the intro, it, it, okay, I wrote in my notes that this is, their, like, meeting in the beginning is, like, one of my favorite meet-cutes of all time. I really like it. I thought it was so weird, you know, especially when you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but would you all think that the intro was, like, 18, 17, 18 minutes, and then, boom, you get a yeah. title. Oh, so- Yeah. So when I told you all, I'm like, oh, yeah, I've started it, but I haven't finished it. I hadn't even gone. Oh I had just gone through the beginning. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Not really. It's like, I think like 30 seconds later, it starts with like the whole like um, with like the credits. And I was like, oh, my God, it's, that's the longest intro I've ever seen. You're like, it's, it's over. It's over. <laughs> it's, that's it. Yeah. They met, so they're on the train. Bye bye. I guess you thought like, I guess back then I thought 
okay, so they're going to talk about the breakup and how much it sucks. It's like, uh-huh. nope, that's not what we're doing. Because like, yeah. I was like, okay, they met, they broke up. I don't yeah. know. I I kept thinking that it was like set a year apart. Mm. Mm. Okay. And I'm like, oh, it's not. It's It goes backwards. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, so one of the things I read was that you, you know where you are in the timeline according to Clementine's hair. Yes. And so, oh. like, blue hair is, like, it's, like, Later. real time. Mm-hmm. So, like, the beginning is real time. And then it goes back and her hair, like, starts changing as their relationship, um, like, goes into different stages. Yeah, that's why it makes me sad when she changed it to tangerine. And I'm like, oh, this is when they break up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it sucks. Yes, because Elijah Wood's character is like, she's a tan- she's my tangerine. Ugh. And it's our Jim Carrey. And he's like, what? I despise Elijah Wood in this I movie. Know. He's oh, so I know. slimy. Ah. It's terrible. Gross. Oh, God. When he stole I even her took panties, her underwear. Yeah, like, you <laughs> nasty little pervert. He's like, they're clean. It's like that's oh, still gross. Like, that's I say still... that as a person who someone has taken my underwear. Oh, <laughs> that gross. is terrible. Ever? <laughs> no, it's so creepy. What are you... I don't even know what to go. I'm so scared. No, I'm not scared, but it's still really gross. <laughs> why is why was that ever a thing? It's so weird. Okay, so one of the things that I love about this movie and was something that I. Like, once I figured out the timeline mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like, right. this, I guess, like, watching it the second time around, um, I was, like, it's so great that, like, you, they could go and erase each other, mm-hmm. um, but they still end up together. Yeah. That's, what, okay, mm-hmm. so I like the beginning once I, once I watched the whole movie and it just, like, it makes it even cuter. It makes it like at first I'm like, this girl's weird, right? Or yeah. like, yeah. and like t- Jim Carrey's like totally awkward and he's playing it so well. But then when you watch the whole movie and you see that, I'm like, this is so sad. It's so cute because it's like, it doesn't matter what happens. Even Kristen Dunst, she still falls for that doctor dude again. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you can erase yeah. memories, but you like can't really erase like feelings. Yeah. And I was like, connections. Oh, they Oh, wait, they both went to Montauk. Yes, and he was just like, I don't know why, but for some reason, I just went to Montauk. Yeah. Like, That's I just had I to go. Too. Yeah. And he's not an impulsive person by nature. Mm-hmm. Oh, I That's, can't that's probably why that guys. quote is so important, the meet me in Montauk, you know? Yeah. Oh, when the house is falling apart? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, a, it's one of the most romantic lines in a movie to me. Like, I guess that from what I've seen, a lot of people quote that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so nice. Oh, nice. Hey, yeah. I like, oh my God. <laughs> I said nice. Anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. I love, I love the beginning of it. It's really one of my, it's probably my favorite part of the movie is the beginning. The Even beginning. when he finds out about, you know, what happened and the whole erasing thing, which is a big question I can't wait to ask y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but we'll ask later. We'll get into that later. Um, what okay, we haven't even talked about Jim Carrey because I, I like Amber, you mentioned how he how well he did. What did you guys think of him? Like have y'all seen a lot of serious performances of his? No. I saw mm. and I haven't seen it in a while, the number twenty eight. <laughs> twenty three. I was 23. gonna say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so bad with numbers. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, that number. The only reason I know it's 
23 is because Alex and I went to high school with these two people who like were obsessed with the number 23. Really? They were like, like, yes. It not like in a like a scary kind of way, but like, like, like a stupid way. way. In a stupid way. <laughs> yeah, it was like we okay. We also went to school, and I'm pretty sure these people. Um, I can't. I don't exactly remember who it was. It was Danny and Robert. We also like had other classmates that carried around a rock for about a month, and I stole it. Um, yeah, and like it got. <laughs> I gave it a Valentine. Speaking of Valentines, um, I gave this rock a Valentine. It got a grade in physics. Like it. This is how like, it almost sm- graduated with us. Yeah, this is how small and how um, how bored we were in school that like these guys just found a rock and we're like this is rocky and we like made this whole conspiracy to like plan to kidnap it and we did and then like a couple days later we gave it back because it was bored i was bored yeah i was like this is so dumb (laughs) but yeah so jim carrey so yeah back to jim carrey no i haven't seen any of his serious performances unless you count the grinch as serious performance because he had to go through cia torture training which i do so Yes. Oh, yeah. It's true. That's a, a really emotional character when you think about it. What, the yeah. Grinch? Yeah. yeah. You could see how tortured he was in the movie when you watch it. Like, as an mm-hmm. adult, I'm like, oh, my God. Poor still one of my Still one of my favorite movies. I could watch that movie every day and be fine. Yeah, prob- yeah. probably same. I quote um, it all the time. And it's yep. always new quotes. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I love Jim Carrey. I can't think of, like, a serious role. Maybe The Truman Show. Oh, I yeah. I kind of think so too. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Jim Carrey movie? The um, Grinch. The Grinch. <laughs> the Grinch. Wow. Yeah. yeah. My favorite character would probably be Ace Ventura, but um, mm. the first movie is very problematic. The second one is probably just as problematic. I just haven't watched <laughs> um, When Nature Calls in a while, but mm-hmm. yeah. Well, like I grew up like on that and on The Mask. Um, mm, the mask. I forgot about that one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to. Let me go to. I'm just gonna look it up. I liked him in Yes Man. Oh, oh yeah, liar, liar. I forgot about <gasps> liar, that movie. liar, liar, yes. liar, liar. Hilarious. I have to say that was probably my favorite one. He's hilarious in that movie. He's just yeah. so wild. I like. I really liked Yes Man. That was a funny movie for me. I love you, Philip Morris. Is really good. I was just about That's... to ask if it was him in that movie. Yes, him oh, yeah. and uh, Ewan McGregor, Ewan McGregor, which are, yeah. ooh, I need to watch together. that. Oh, there's also Bruce Oh, and then Almighty. Batman for him. Classic. Oh, yeah. Okay, so oh, he's yeah. been on a lot of movies. He's been busy. <laughs> he has Oh, been. yeah. Non-stop busy. Bruce Almighty was like my go-to movie as a kid. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> it's fun. It's such a nice movie. I love that movie. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad Bruce. What's his name? Bruce Almighty. <laughs> I'm glad Jim Carrey did this movie. I really appreciated his performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like the director of the movie like chose him on purpose because I feel like he met him and it's like he sensed this sadness. It was crazy because mm-hmm. he's such a because you know he's in all these like comedic movies that he sensed that there was like a dark side of him. And I think there is like, there's a lot about Jim Carrey. That's pretty fucked up. Uh, but I, but I really don't know just things I've heard. Who knows? It's true, but it's just uh, crazy how he sensed that. And it was just perfect. Like he was, he was really perfect for this role. I don't, I wonder who else was like considered, but it was just, hmm. yeah. I didn't like read anything on that. Surprisingly. I think this is just something I've heard. I feel like there's docu- like a documentary about this movie or something or maybe about Charlie Kaufman. 
Uh, I don't know. I used to read a lot of weird stuff about this movie because I was kind of obsessed with it back, you know, then. It was one of the first few movies that really got me into, again, just the the art of making them. And so mm -hmm. that I was just so curious because it's just so weird. You know, the timeline, how everything looks, the editing, which is fucking great too. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's such like a dreamlike movie. I like it. I like that sense where how like the memories are like, it's almost like a dream. Like when he tries to turn, he tries to see what Patrick looks like, but he can't because he didn't yeah. see that. Crazy, so he has no right? idea. That hurt my head and like freaked me out. Like when he's back in the doctor's office and no one has faces. <gasps> yes. Uh, I, like, oh. I couldn't. Yeah. It was so hard to watch those scenes. because like, I don't, I don't like it. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to see that in my dreams now. So cool. Oh, for sure. Everybody's going to be faceless. Or every time he tried turning him around, you just couldn't get his you face. You couldn't turn him like, around, mm -hmm. yeah. That's so creepy. That's so unsettling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, it makes sense for the material of the movie. It's like this entire kind of concept of erasing someone is unsettling. Mm-hmm. Unnatural. Mm-hmm. Because I like how they said that he, where he's he's like, is there going to be any brain damage? Like, okay, like fool, you should have asked that like way before you like put money down and like let this person in the house with all this equipment. Yeah, like honey, you're in those little comfy pajamas like with the machine already on your brain. Yes. Like, is there going to be brain too damage? Late. <laughs> and they're like, eh, that's like I'm after your live. fifth like tequila shot. Like, am I going to throw up from this? Like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> should have asked sooner. <laughs> Shit, how much do you think this cost? Like, it's... That's true. There's so many... It's so funny, because I don't think it costs much, because it looks very, like... Like, like, like MTV... Yeah, like, very just, like, <laughs> low-budget kind of... This is our budget. We kind of have to stick to it. Yeah, I, I could see that. And he doesn't ever work in the movie? I mean, because we, we know that Clementine works at Barnes & Noble, Barnes and but Noble. we never see mm -hmm. him at a job. We see yeah, him on no. the way to a job, and he like yeah plays hooky. Okay, so I googled mm -hmm. the budget. Do y'all want to guess how much it is? Mm. Oh, I felt like I glanced at it, but I already forgot it. I already looked at it. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> is oh, it like shit, under a million? Know. No. <laughs> <laughs> the, do you want me to tell you? Yeah. 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 The budget was twenty million. Was it the actors too? Is that probably, probably. They're, they're kind of big names a little yeah. bit? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in 2004, like Jim Carrey was definitely like at the height of everything. So yeah, Bruce Almighty awesome. came out the year before. Like Liar Liar oh, wow. was in the 90s. Um, this same year, series of unfortunate events came out. Oh, I forgot oh, about that. Yeah. I tried to erase that from That's my memory. So <laughs> I still like the movie. I like I bad movies. Do. Like, I appreciated it because I was such, I own, I still currently own all of those books, but that was just so sad to me. I'm pretty sure I own the movie. I do too. It's not good. <laughs> I didn't know about that it wasn't good. That's crazy. I liked it back then. I liked it for what it was back then, but I was such like a, a book snob where I was like, they missed so much. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, this wasn't in the book. Mm -hmm. And then like the series came out like all later in life where I'm an adult. So, I'm like, yeah. this is what it should have been. Yeah, that's right. And then Chris, Kristen Dunst was still in Spider-Man or had just mm -hmm. finished filming. Yeah. Was a third one around that time already with um, emo Spider-Man? 
I have no <laughs> <laughs> Jake No. Yes. Toby Maguire. Toby they, Maguire. They look alike. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I was okay. scrolling through facts. I'm sorry. But speaking of the whole like Jim, like was it going to be Jim Carrey always? I think they considered Nicolas Cage too. Oh, yes. Uh, Excuse me. <laughs> sorry. I no, I'm not going ill to you. I'm going ill to Nicolas Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. No. I was going to say that, but I sneeze instead. <laughs> You're allergic to Nicolas Cage. It's yeah. Fine. I was like, oh. Yeah. That would have been like, oh. He's, He's in a Charlie Kaufman movie and it's. Also fucked up, and he's playing Charlie Kaufman. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's called adaptation. Nicholas Cage is kind of chaotic. He would have brought a creepiness to it that wouldn't have been needed. Yeah, yeah. I think that like Jim Carrey definitely brought the like innocent side and mm-hmm. in. um, not innocent, but like more calm. And like Kate Winslet brought a like more energetic side to she, Clementine. Yeah, she brought and the so, chaos. Yeah, they really like balanced each other. So. Immediately after watching this, I listened to all of Halsey's Manic album. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And the, like, it makes perfect sense that she got all of like her kind of the vibe from that album to this movie. Really? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, so, so... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, like, listening to the album before, I was like, oh, I dig it, but I felt very, like... Like, not artsy listening. I just felt, I felt like weird ways listening to that album and then watching this movie. I was like, I feel the same. So, like, it made sense. It was a really cool thing. That was like my oh. little cute little connection. Yeah. So, Halsey's album that came out like a year ago called, it's called Manic, right? Uh huh. Um, it's like, it purposely pulls on a lot of inspiration, like from different genres. And so, uh-huh. like, some might sound, um, like some songs sound poppy, some sound like more on the rock side. There's like there's the like a country, country influence. Song. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. There's a song that she like that she's not even on that she had like someone else come in and do like the whole song. And so, um, the first track ends with Clementine's quote of like the some people think I'm a concept and yeah. like I'm just trying to find my own peace of mind. Um, and then it goes into the second song that's called Clementine and it's more of like this dueling, like she sings it and then she also screams parts of it. Mm-hmm. And so they're like two different like points of views. It's, I really, really love the album and I'm like so sad that her tour got canceled um, because of COVID. And also cause she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now she's pregnant. So she, <laughs> yeah. So and also she... the melody in Clementine is the same melody that they use in the movie. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's that the dude, like the piano melody that, that's mm-hmm. in the song. It's it, it's uh, it's they use that melody when it's uh Clementine and Joel's like sweet moments before the chaos happens. Mm. Yeah, Clementine is probably one of my favorite Halsey songs. Um, wow, I need to listen to it now. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. it's so fun whenever like you see connections um across like pop culture mm-hmm. in that way. Um, where like this movie they came out in 2014 like inspired an album mm-hmm. uh, among other things in like Halsey's life um, but yeah this is one of the inspirations for that album yeah this the way this movie deals with heartbreak it's hard to watch because it makes you consider the idea of erasing someone that either broke your heart or someone that you've lost mm-hmm. and it's a difficult question and i think that's what makes this movie i don't know just i don't know about important but just something that just sticks to you because it's just 
crazy it's a crazy thing to consider and think about another random thing so the writers guild of america ranked the movie the script as 24th in the list of their greatest screenplays wow of all time what's number above one? the wizard of oz <gasps> oh, crazy? It's fucking crazy i can see that <laughs> yeah like, that makes sense <laughs> I do that because it's my, that's like one of my top favorite movies of all time. It's Wizard yeah. of Oz. Going back to what you said, to what you said, Lauren, about like, it makes you consider like, if this was real, I, in my notes, I put, I would love for this to be real. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Lauren, you can ask your question now. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I even it? before we dive into, <laughs> yeah, no, this is a big question. I really wanted to center the pot around because it's a, it's. The concept is just interesting to have like a debate on whether it's good or bad, but I don't know. I think, I mean, I think it'd be freaking cool. I'm not going to lie to you. Like to have the option to do that. I mean, fuck yeah. I don't see why not. It's an interesting concept. But Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if I would do it though. It'd be hard a little bit. I do think though, like at the beginning when, when Joel first goes to that company though it doesn't come off like to me as you know forgetting you know like a, a, a an uh someone that that you've broken up with you know like oh, it was more sorry i'm over here i can't talk it <laughs> seemed like more of a to get rid of grief and heartbreak mm-hmm. because i cried okay i'm not gonna lie I, like, uh-huh. instantly got tears when I saw the lady with all her dog stuff. Oh, my oh, God. No. Yeah. I don't want to cry again. I'm like, oh, my God. That's so sad. And Aaron's like, are you okay? <laughs> it's okay. It's a movie. But also, like, that Matt, it seemed like he 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 had, like, a bowling or, like, a baseball trophy. And I'm like, you know, it kind of gives you the impression mm-hmm. that, like, maybe he lost a partner that played sports or maybe his dad or a son. Mm-hmm. So, like, they kind of open, like, yeah, he's there, you know, because – a, a bad breakup but there's other people who go to like get you know so they can get rid of that grief that they have and it's holding mm-hmm. them back and that i was like this is that is so sad but it mm-hmm. makes you think you know like if i don't know how that would work with different feelings because everybody who had like romantic feelings they it didn't matter they still ended up meeting or they still right. ended up developing those feelings so it's like can you really get get rid of feelings like that maybe if you don't like see the person every day like i think that was Mm -hmm. the problem with like kristen dunce's character yeah she fucking worked there that douchebag i can't believe he wasn't like (laughs) he could have just said like i know he could have just said like rejected her application she would have just moved on for real with her life you know yeah he's so shitty because he's like i know what i did to this person and i'm still going to let her like work here yep and hang around mm-hmm. and then kind of go through the same process all oh, over yeah, again. again yeah so mm-hmm. rivers would erase people no i wouldn't that's what i was oh, gonna say you wouldn't. Oh, i wish okay. it was real just to have the option but i wouldn't because i've used my breakups as a catalyst to make myself better mm-hmm. and it sounds like petty and like revengey and it's like i'm gonna do this like but like my last year of college, I was like listening to the Legally Blonde soundtrack over and over again, like the musical, uh, like the Broadway mm-hmm. musical. And I was just like, I'm doing something for myself and I love it. And like, I'm going to better myself. And it made me happier because I found my own happiness outside of like mm-hmm. what they did to me. Fuck yeah. Oh, Woods, 
But I get the idea of someone doing it if it was more of a serious matter. Like I was physically it hurt like in a relationship or something like I get or or like I went through drug addiction or something like to remove that. I get Mm -hmm. like the more like trauma, the more like the deeper trauma. I would want that for people who saw no other way out because it could possibly save them from doing something quote-unquote permanent like this would be permanent but like it would be a more another alternative for them that's so true Mm -hmm. that okay you you reminded me of something that like (laughs) I found out and I was so upset when I found out that um my mom told me like years ago so there was this child that we knew about and she had um, cancer as a child really bad and from what I remember because I was probably like in middle school my mom told me they the parents of the girl once she went into remission and for sure the cancer was gone supposedly they took her to a hypnist a hip a hypnist someone who could hypnotize you yeah and mm-hmm. they made her forget that she had cancer. And they didn't have any photos of her when she was in the hospital. Nothing, absolutely nothing to show that she had cancer. And so she has know. no idea. She just forgot about the pain. But yeah. I don't know if that works. Like, I yeah. don't know if she's an adult know. and she would have been like, yeah. hey, what the fuck? Why would you do that to me? You know what I mean? Like, over a child. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I might be misremembering. But I'm pretty sure. Because I don't, that's something that's kind of crazy to misremember. Yeah. And I told my mom, I was like, mom, if anything ever happens to me like that, don't do that. <laughs> I will probably find out. It's going to suck. And that's the same thing yeah. with the movie. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. they erase each other's memories, but they still ended up together. Like, how would y'all feel if, um, well, I mean, they try to make you not find out. Like, hey, because mm-hmm. that's the letter, right? Like, don't mention so-and-so or, or don't mention Joel to Clementine anymore because she erased him. She won't him. remember, but, yeah. Like, yeah, like, how would you feel if someone erased you? Like, I don't know. I think it would hurt a little bit. Uh, that would be really weird. Yeah, I got I over guess, it. <laughs> I guess it would make oh you feel, like, kind of bad. Like, what did I do yeah. to, yeah. like, make you feel so, that too. way? Yeah, I think I'd be the same. Like, uh, there are, like, people that you just, like, you stop being friends with sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's that same, like, thing i think i would do what joel did is like you erased me so i'm gonna go erase you because why do (laughs) i have to sit with all these memories yeah true oh my gosh yeah is alice gonna be that one customer that um i don't know if you can have it more than three times in one month (laughs) (laughs) maybe no i think it would like i can't think of like a situation where I would get it more than three months. I mean, three times mm, in a yeah. month. Yeah, that's oh, that's. But a you lot. would get it, you would get it done. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is that if if I got a letter that was like this person erased you, and I'd be like, fine, then I'm gonna go erase you. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm, be like, all right, yeah. yeah. I think I would. Uh, there's nobody that I would feel like that. I feel that strongly about. I mean, like mm-hmm. in the past kind mm-hmm. of thing. I feel like if something traumatic were to happen to me and I couldn't like, you know, then maybe go into like a deep, deep depression and like, yeah, pain, like your day to day got hard. Yeah. Then I would definitely be like, okay, I need help. And I would rather not know that this ever happened to me or that I went mm-hmm. through this. Mm-hmm. Then that, that would be 
why I would use it. But I don't think like for, for like, oh, I can't stop thinking about this breakup because I can see where they're like, girl, there's only a limit of three times a month mm-hmm. <laughs> because then it becomes like an easy fix and you're yeah. not letting yourself heal also. Okay. So time. I have two questions about that then. Mm-hmm. About the three, you can't do it more than three times a month. One, my first question was, was it just not sticking and she kept remembering him? Mm. Or did she just keep having people she wanted to erase? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I, okay, so that's what I thought. I thought she was just like meeting people and they, it didn't work out. She's like, well, I don't like, want to think about him anymore. Cause it's like, so honey, that's yeah. not what you need. You need therapy. You need therapy and you need, <laughs> you need to work on yourself. Correct. <laughs> And then, you know, it makes me wonder, like, because later he asked, like, will this be brain damage? And I'm thinking, like, will it, like, it is even more, you know, like, the more you do it, the more, like, messed up your memory just becomes, period. The way I thought, the way I envisioned them, like, removing the memories is the way you get a tattoo removed. Oh. Like, you know how they, like, freeze with the laser? laser? That's how exactly how I envisioned them getting rid of the memories. No, Rivers, you weren't paying attention. It was all through a computer. They just brain mapped you and found the file and but took the, it to yeah, the trash but, can. but his little helmet could be zapping on the inside. Because, yeah, that's true. Because if you notice, on I noticed it on the right, the right side of his brain, like through some scenes in the movie, he had the marker dot where it, they connected him because you only see them wiping one dot away from him. Mm. Oh, yeah, oh, that too. Yeah. Rivers is the type of person who hears the backup vocals in every song. Correct. So it's not surprising to me that he caught on to all these small details. All the details. <laughs> I was such a, I was a, such a terrible person to watch movies with as a little kid because I'd catch continuity errors and like not let it go. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your favorite scene in this movie? I have two written down, but I'm changing my mind because I also don't mm-hmm. remember one of them that I wrote down. <laughs> Um, I put the bathtub scene, which I thought was hilarious. Oh, in the sink? sink. In the sink. Yeah. When he's a little kid. (laughs) And then I wrote the dove scene, but I don't remember. Oh, it's where where it's actual little kids and he kills the, he smashes the bird. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That one. Because I just loved how they cut between them as kids and them as an adult and they're wearing the exact same outfits. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I just thought it was so funny. Uh. And then it was where the house is falling apart, where she whispers, meet me, Montauk. Yeah, that whole house scene is nice. My favorite scene is the one where he's under the table. Um, Oh, yeah. That is all done with forced perspective. It's not like there's no. Yeah, there's no like special effects in it. They pull the cats before cats pull the cats. Yeah. So um, that's why it's one of my favorite scenes. Um, And also when like Kate Winslet is. Like, no, you need to come out. He's like, no, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. Or he almost gets back into that mind frame of being a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it too. Mm-hmm. I would say, I think the part that really, like, I was like, oh, I really enjoyed that transition is at the beginning where he goes to his friend's house and he's talking about how he saw Clementine at the store and she, like, she didn't remember him and he was just so, like, offended that she yeah. behaved that way. And he's walking through the store, but he, the transition is him walking into oh that's so into good. the stairway oh at their yeah house. i was like oh okay i know here we go. <laughs> yeah here we go I here we go 
They got moves. The transitions here. are good. Yeah, they smooth. are. They're so smooth. Like, I mean, when they go from, like, I think it's the car to the couch oh, real yeah. quick. Um, I'm trying to think of some other really cool ones, but those are the, the two that I'm kind of thinking of. Oh, uh, the drive-in scenes. I love them so much. The oh, way they yeah. <laughs> do the oh, voices yeah. for the movie. And I also, I really liked where his memories, where he's going back and they're, like, doing really innocuous things. Like, they're sitting on the couch eating Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I almost cried again at that. I was like, oh, no. Those are the memories that you don't think you have memories of because you're just hanging out watching TV. Yeah. But they're yeah. still, like, pivotal. Yes. They're mm-hmm. still, like, there's still, like, some warmth mm-hmm. and comfort in those in those times. So I really like that those scenes is not just them, like, having really bad arguments. Oh, you yeah. Know, also, or, you know, the first time they met or... Um, mm-hmm. stuff like that there's like the little things like that like the or, idea that there's beauty in the mundane yeah or even like that that other time it's not really an argument she's just being like whatever at the chinese restaurant mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah she's just being kind of like cold or like kind of like just off but it like, was wash like, the soap or whatever oh yeah yeah <laughs> you know she's just already kind of like oh like getting into a bad part but she's they're not arguing like they did when he made the comment about having a baby yeah that was bad that was bad i was like oh no that was bad. oh that'd be he said it hard to hear oh mm-hmm. my god that'd be so bad or like when she walks in drunk like those yeah. are big arguments but mm-hmm. that one like those little ones it just makes you think of like all of the things that you keep in your head that you don't really know or that you don't realize does that make sense? Yeah, I think it yeah. does. Alex, um, pa- uh, Rami says to ask you about common sense. <laughs> I hate that he did that. What does that mean? <laughs> he's sitting like right next to me and he was telling me to say this and I was like, no. <sighs> so he pulled out the big guns. He's like, Lauren's the boss of the podcast. <laughs> she wants to hear this. Rami's my boss. Okay. So my brother and I watch most of our movies on Vudu. And what we figured out the other day was that um, there are these descriptions at the bottom of each movie, some of them, mm-hmm. um, that says what parents need to know. Um, it also oh. has like ratings. It says a lot or a little. Um, it's all done by commonsensemedia.org. Um, and I really want to know who writes them. So... They'll have like scales of like positive messages, like scales of one through five, um, role models, how much sex is in here, language, um, what's not present, and like a scale of like drinking and drugs. Um, And then the little paragraph of like what parents need to know. And so he wants me to read the what parents need to know (laughs) about eternal sunshine of the spotless mind (laughs) because we have parents listening to the podcast. Okay. Yes, and some of these are, like, hilariously written. Um, mm-hmm. This one, I would say, is, like, kind of in the middle. We need to find one that is, like, super funny. And we have. We I just can't remember. Um, okay, mm-hmm. so parents need to know that Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is a 2004 movie that explores the oft-stated idea that it is better to have loved and lost than to never to have loved at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's frequently... I mean- Oh, sorry. There is frequent <laughs> okay. profanity throughout the film. The F word, among others, is used quite a bit. 
But what F word? Because it was dated when they used the other F word. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Characters are often shown drinking alcohol and smoking cigarettes and marijuana. In, okay, this is like, this is probably along the lines of what the most hilarious one that we've read goes along. Like the smoking um, caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. Oh, I should look up <laughs> oh, Alice in Wonderland. God. Okay, in one scene, a woman stumbles into the apartment of her boyfriend after drunkenly driving his car into a fire hydrant. In another scene, a man is arguing with his girlfriend about he like how he likes to get high on marijuana to balance out being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> These scenes and the general theme of preserving memories in spite of the pain they cause in the aftermath of a failed relationship make this film best for mature teens and adults. <laughs> wow. <laughs> mature teens. How so spot on. Exactly. I know. Who Very does these on. too? Yeah. Yeah. I, w- <laughs> I want to know who writes them. What? Um, but yeah. I feel like Alex could write them. Yeah, I was yeah, gonna that's say a very like... Alex thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You guys think that's I'm right. a writer? Yeah. Like what we found is that if a movie in our library is like unrated, then it won't have like what parents need to know. Oh, we really uh-huh. wish that like Fifty Shades of Grey had it, but we... oh, <laughs> it did not. Oh, Who God. are you if you're letting your child watch Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, first parents of all? need to know. <laughs> yeah. Don't parents... watch this with your children. Uh, Especially yeah. Lauren, who watches movies with her parents. <laughs> yes, Basically. Lauren. Lauren is the one who needs these. What parents need get to them. know. Lauren, don't watch these movies. That's what they need. Thank God we did get past thirty minutes. I was like, Mom, turn this off. This is I, bad. I had to sit through the entirety of three six five, and I was so red. I. <gasps> you saw it with your parents? No, I saw it with a friend who was like, you need to watch this because I know you're going to cringe. And I was like, why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <That's so torture. laughs> it was. It was torture. Yeah, that movie is. Lauren saw that with else. her mom. Have you finished it yet, <laughs> Lauren? No, I, okay. I just watched the. I don't know. They were, I'm trying to remember the last part, but I was like, uh, something's going to happen and I'm not going to be happy about it after watching the private plane scene with my parents. Ugh, yeah. It wasn't. It was just Here's the thing up. about the ending of that movie, though. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. Like, oh. no, it's not cool. It's really shitty, but it's oh. kind of oh. cool because <laughs> it set it up to have a really cool storyline for the sequel that they're supposedly shooting. Oh, oh. that's right. Yeah. So I will give them props for that. But the rest of it is just like smut. Like that's all it is. Like it's yeah. how many times can we show this woman's tits bouncing up and down? <gasps> there we go. Oh that should God. be in there. I didn't get that far. Whoa. Oh, honey, you didn't get to the boat scene. <gasps> <laughs> the boat. Oh, my God. If you don't oh watch anything God. else, just like Google the boat scene from 365. <laughs> it's not the waves that are rocking the boat. I'm so curious, though. Whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I was going through my notes. I wrote them in gibberish because it was super late at night. So I put another favorite scene is under the covers. You yeah. know, when she's like, oh, yeah. I don't feel pretty. Oh, my God. You know, I think a lot of people kind of have a teeny insecurity sometimes. And they're just, they'll have that feeling. And it's just when you open up to someone like that and they're comfort you, it's like, oh, my God, so emotional. And mm-hmm. I think I just love the undercover shot. I've seen it in a couple other movies. It reminds me of so uh, Baz Luhrmann's Romeo and Juliet. Yes, that's exactly <gasps> oh, yeah. what I got from it, too. Which is like probably one of my top movies. Me, too, Alex. I, re- I really need to think of this mm-hmm. list, man. Yes, I love that one. 
yeah, I, I don't know if y'all had favorite shots. Was there anything that stood out? I mean, we talked about the like transition from the friends in the living room. My mm-hmm. favorite is like when she's on the ice and she just slips away into the darkness. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I love that shot. Um, and of course, you know, when when it's above them, like when they're laying on the ice and you see that giant crack, I think it's pretty much the cover. It's, yeah, maybe. It's, it's the cover. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. That's like another favorite shot. Do you have like favorite quotes? Patrick, yeah. baby boy. <laughs> That's one of my favorite quotes. That's so stupid. <laughs> but when he does that. I'm so sorry. Okay. What's some of y'all? So I'm trying to think of something. Um, okay. My first one is wish me a happy Valentine's Day when you call me. I wrote that too. That's so cute. That would be nice. Yeah. yeah. You can oh, use that at the end of the podcast if you want. And just cut this out. <gasps> oh my God, Alex. That's such a good idea. I was okay. To think of- okay. Cut this out. Okay. My favorite. <laughs> I have two favorite ones. Um, oh. I'm erasing you and I'm happy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so I chose like a Joel and a Clementine. So that one was Joel. Um, the Clementine one is where um, Elijah Wood is like trying to like get her to calm down and she's like i'm confused my skin is peeling i'm getting old nothing makes any sense <laughs> oh my god yes that reminded me of when harry met sally she's like i'm gonna be 40 <laughs> it's there yeah. someday. Just wait. someday she's crying but it totally reminded me of that that reminds me of when alex's hands peeled and she could like had no fingerprints yeah that was senior <gasps> year a lot of nice. mysterious Medical things happened to me my senior year of high school. That hmm. being one of them. <laughs> this is also another podcast episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have questions. Riv, you said you had a lot. I have two. Oh, okay. I just have, why do I fall in love with every woman who shows me the least bit of attention? Because I too relate to that. And why do I fall in love with every man that shows me the least bit of attention? <laughs> uh, and I'm like, I need to stop falling in love with random people. Um and then I think the one that hurt me the most, but like it was just so beautiful, was between Clementine and Joel. And I think it's they're sitting on the beach at the party, and she like just mind if I borrow the chicken and like takes it from him. <laughs> and then it she goes, "This is it, Joel. It's gonna be gone soon." And he's like, "I know." And she's like, "Well, what do we do?" And he's just like, "Enjoy it," mm-hmm. because it's so true. Like even without the idea of like it's because we're racing our memories, like we need to enjoy what we're doing because it's going to be gone soon. Like regardless yeah. of what it is. And I think that was like the most beautiful thing in the movie. Cause regardless of your erasing memories or living it and just like, it's all going to be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like a nice kind of like live in the moment moment. <laughs> so oh, I know <sighs> that part is, yeah. I don't know. I think it's weird. The first time I didn't, it's like, I don't know, maybe because I was younger, like a, I didn't appreciate it as much, but of course, watching it over and over again. And I love that you catch more things every time you do watch it again. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's so that's so clever, like the teeniest things. And it's just like you just never pick up on it. What I thought was really interesting and that really got to me, or not really got to me, but I was like, oh, because I used that was me at one point in my life where they're laying down and she has a coffee mug and he, and she's talking and she's talking and she's talking and he's just there. And she's like, why aren't you talking back? Or, you know, why aren't you, don't you have something to say or whatever? And he's like, you know, talking, talking a lot isn't necessarily communicating or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, 
Uh-huh. It says something like along that, those lines. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the quote. Yeah, there was points in like my past relationships where I would just be talking for three hours. My God. I was I'm like, what sorry. the fuck? Like, damn, Amber, that's why you're not in those relationships. No, just kidding. Exactly. No, no, that is exactly right. Because it was like, it was just me the entire time, like talking and like, I'm not getting anything. Yeah. And I would ask the same thing, and they're just like, the response was worse. It was mm-hmm. some people just like to hear themselves talk. Ew. And I was like, mm. no, I'm trying, to t- I'm trying to talk to you, but I'm just talking to myself. <laughs> Which is worse. But I mean, I just, I recognize that in myself in that moment. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 24, 23 year old Amber. That's how, that's how I was like in my relationship where it's like, I would talk and talk and talk and talk to try to get them. And then I realized like my communicating wasn't getting anywhere. And you also get like that indifference from him where he's like, I don't want to hear her. I don't mm-hmm. care to interact with her. You know, because you see, I think you see her a lot where she's like nitpicking at him, you know, or mm-hmm. she's going out and getting drunk, but you don't see much of him, you know, his is more like indifference, you know, like, well, I don't want to, yeah, you know, I don't, nah, that's okay, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Which or like is that really she went out to have fun and he stayed home like reading a book instead of going with her. Mm-hmm. So do you think their relationship is going to last the second time around? It would be interesting to know if they listened to the whole tapes, both of them, and, like, learned from it. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be, like, the best mm-hmm. case scenario. Because mm-hmm. there's, um, there's this, like, alternate ending that was written where um, you see that, like, they go back to um, the, the doctor's office. Like, something mm-hmm. happens where, like, you, you realize that they've been doing this, like, their whole lives. Really? And it, like, shows them at an oh, older yeah. age. Um, mm-hmm. and that they're constantly erasing each just other just like a vicious cycle <laughs> yeah and but they wanted it to be like left more on like an upbeat note and I'm like yeah right I think they wouldn't just because that's what got them in the situation in the first place it's like okay if the idea of erasing someone because they were so bad to you didn't stick then mm-hmm. trying to do it again is like no, it's not gonna work like you're gonna end up at the same it's just gonna you're just gonna end up repeating yourself unless like alex said like you listen to the tapes and learn and wanted to change because you truly wanted to be with this person yeah i think it was that they just like maybe they were so opposite that they they really do need it like need to learn how to like live with someone who's just like, an opposite person i don't know what the hell i'm saying anymore <laughs> but <laughs> but like you get it like um like, like opposites Cle- attract like yeah i think so because like clementine's the one who like went and erased joel first like on an impulse because that's what she is like she's well her memory says it where she's like you know me like i'm impulsive mm-hmm. and joel mm-hmm. was like well i guess i have to erase you too um and then they like come back together and they're like making excuses for the like themselves that they hear on the tapes and it's like well you said it (laughs) like you said this a few days ago or whenever you like recorded these tapes and so i think it does have to like the message is you do have to if you really love someone you need to learn Mm -hmm. like how to live with their imperfections and that it's not always going to be the first time you know they're talking about like oh she does this or he does that and he's so boring or she's you know i do Mm -hmm. think that she's sleeping around 
you know, because that's how she likes attention. But it's also like looking inwardly. It's like, why do I feel that way? Mm-hmm. You know, why am I so insecure or why, why do I feel like what he's saying is also kind of true or, you know, that kind of thing. Like also like learning about yourself, but that's even harder to do. Compromise. Did we kind of go into favorite characters? Would is was one of them one of y'all's favorite? Was it a side character like maybe like like Kirsten Dunst or um, definitely not Elijah Wood? But you know, <laughs> oh, absolutely not for him. I would have to say that I really liked I really liked um, both. I don't know. Is it even possible to say like them as a couple more than oh, like yeah. individually? Hmm. Because you know when they when when he's with her memory and they're trying to find a way to hide. I think it's so hilarious when they're, when, when he goes back to his childhood memories, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, like I, I like them together. Yeah. Same. I guess the relationship as a character. I would say, I would say Kirsten Dunst is probably my favorite character because like it shows like everything she went through and then she had to go through it again. And she's like, okay, I remember. So like, fuck this place like I'm gonna get my revenge on him and it was just Mm -hmm. I I live like a good revenge story so that was like yeah you're and then her maroon velvet blazer just sealed the deal for me (laughs) (laughs) like what did y'all think of her and Mark Ruffalo because they were dating right yeah Kind of, or messing around, or something. So or when he she liked, gets right, he mm-hmm. liked her, and I don't think she was reciprocating because she had feelings for the doc. Oh no, they did like do it on top of him. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was still pissed, like because she was mad at him. She's like, "Did you know?" He was like, "Oh no." Oh, he's I'm like, for the, sure did, the one who did it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm like, who did the procedure? Oh man. And so I would uh, feel betrayed by him too, where yeah. she's all pissed and she's like, "Bye," and she gets all the boxes and she leaves. Yeah. yeah, that's also an interesting movie from her perspective too. Like if we mm-hmm. got a oh, whole movie from mm-hmm. her perspective, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hell yeah! I also like that they showed. I just like that they showed another point of view. I guess kind of what you're saying, Amber, of someone else's mind being erased and the effects that it has on that person besides Jim Carrey and Kate, like how it affects all these different people and what it's doing to their lives, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. She made a decision. Mm-hmm. So would y'all watch it again? I think it's one of those, yeah, like once a year, like like um, movies. I'm like, Riv said two more times and that's it. No, not that's it. Like, I'd watch it two more times <laughs> to catch things that I didn't miss. Mm-hmm. And then I would then go to like once a year. Yeah, I think once a year is good for me. I kind of like that it's become like the Valentine's movie over the last couple of years. Yeah, it really has become that. Like, because I think, you know, they're showing it again at the draft house, actually. They're on showing Valentine's it at the Day. drive in tomorrow. So <gasps> cute. Oh. In Austin. Oh, at uh, Blue Starlight? Mm hmm. Wow. And you're going to see the drive in scenes. At the drive in. At the drive in. At the drive in. Stranded at the drive in. Sorry, wrong movie. Yes. That's so cute. And that's my favorite song in Greece. <laughs> it is my favorite song i will one day karaoke it that, so would y'all buy that. this movie mm. i think if i saw it at the bin at walmart i would yeah mm. but like the five dollar bin yeah mm. i need to see what the dvd extras are it probably has a lot of good stuff i feel like 
I think it has good commentary. I think I feel I I think I've owned it before. I just uh, it's been lost. I don't know. I have a que- I have a question for y'all. What's up? Because at the beginning of the movie, it's like, oh, Valentine's Day is made for whatever. Like we like everyone hates it. It's like <laughs> as kids, we loved it. Like it was like, oh, you make your little oh, boxes. So like at oh, what yeah. point in our lives did we go from like it being an innocent holiday to you either love it or hate it? College. Ooh. I would say sometimes <laughs> even earlier, as soon as you like start having feelings for somebody. Mm-hmm. Like there was people in middle school who were getting like flowers and stuffed animals, oh, yeah. like from their mm-hmm. boyfriend girlfriend, and doing like quotes quotations in the air with my fingers. Boyfriend mm-hmm. girlfriend, middle school. You know what I mean? And it just depends on how you feel about that. You know, or I high guess. school when you're like puppy love, or because I've been through like, oh, I love Valentine's Day. And then I'm like, I hate Valentine's Day. It's just so annoying. <laughs> or like people are like, what did so-and-so get you? Or what did you get? And I'm like. Okay. So oh, this what? is the first year in a few years. Well, mm-hmm. so I worked at the flower box. Um, mm. I think for two years, two or three years with Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, rest oh. in peace. One of the best men in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then. When his son took over, I didn't work that first year. And then I worked last year. Obviously, this year I'm not working there. Um, So working Uh at a flower shop during Valentine's Day is like so stressful, but so fun. Um, Uh Because you get to see everyone come in on Valentine's Day and they're like, I forgot. (laughs) Or like, what do you have? And I'm like, I will like overcharge for this flower arrangement. (laughs) Like we have half a box of baby's breath. That's all I can do for you. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And ribbon. Yeah. No, we don't really overcharge. But the, but it does like make me feel like uh, these men, because they're mostly men, mm-hmm. who like come in and are like, I need something. And I'm like, dude, do you know what day it is? And like, it's you're the coming, same day every year. Yeah. You're, yeah. Coming, you're coming to a flower <laughs> shop on Valentine's Day and asking <laughs> For me, us to make you an arrangement is like, no, honey, you're going to take what I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the guys that do it early. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I just, I feel like we put too much pressure on. Same. This holiday. It's like, yeah. I get mm-hmm. it. Sure. You know, it's a special day to emphasize how much we love each other, but like, just t- do it on a Tuesday. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm indifferent think- to holi- to Valentine's mm-hmm. Day because I've been on both sides. Like I've had dates on Valentine's Day, and I've been very single on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, it's what you like. For me, it just boils down to it's what you make it. Yeah, I think when I was mm-hmm. in college, that's when I was like, and you know, I was like, you know, Valentine's Day, whatever. And so on Valentine's Day, I would just take myself out and get manicure or a pedicure. Yeah. Like I would buy myself something and I would buy like my favorite ice cream or whatever. Like I would just treat myself. Well, I was like, this is great. I love this day. There's so much chocolate everywhere. Mm-hmm. And then the, and then oh, the day after. my and then favorite. The yes. Okay. Rivers, you bringing that up. My favorite thing to do since I've moved to Austin <laughs> is we have Amy's ice cream is an Austin staple every Valentine's Day like weeks leading up to Valentine's Day they'll be like pre-order your like Amy's berries like which is like just uh like chocolate dipped strawberries um and they're like order them before they sell out pre-order your berries and like pick them up on Valentine's Day 
And a couple years ago, I figured out while I was scrolling on Instagram that on the 15th, all the berries that they have left over, they slash like 50% off. And if you go to the location that they have them, um, you can buy them for 50% off. And so I've been doing that for the last couple of years. I'm like, I just watch their social media and I'm like, oh, it's a 15. They have some left. (laughs) And I go, yep. I'm like two for one. I like it because it's 50% off the Valentine's Day chocolate, but then the Easter candy starts coming out at the same mm-hmm. time. And that's where you get the peeps and that's where you get the Cadbury eggs. Reverse so likes I get... the worst candy. Shut up. I love Reese's, the Reese's peanut butter hearts from Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And then I get my Cadbury eggs and my peeps at the same time. Yes. Well, mm. this was great, Lauren. Thank you, Rivers, for joining us. It's Yay. been fun. We hope to have yeah. you more. Oh, trust me. I haven't seen a lot of movies, so I can oh, be your guinea pig. Oh, yeah, dude. You should have done Titanic. Like, well, that's long. That's long. I'm not doing Titanic again. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's, Happy Valentine's Day. Day, y'all. So did you really make it this far into the podcast? Thank you so much for listening to our show. Please like, subscribe, and follow us on our Twitter and Instagram at Never Seen It Texas. That's S-C-E-N-E and then T-X. And give us your feedback or maybe even a film recommendation. We may or we may not watch it. I want to thank Alex, Amber, and first-time guest Rivers for joining me today. And I want to give a huge shout-out to our technical producer, Rami Garza, and our social media coordinator slash stage manager, Alejandra Garza, for making this podcast possible. All right, guys. Well, until next time, wish me a happy Valentine's Day when you call. That'd be nice.